Blog Talk Radio. Everybody's going to see our videos and our trailers if, if we ever get them up. 
figure out how to export a movie here. Now, otherwise, we're going to be in real big trouble. Um, but, yeah, the, the, it's going to be premiering, and we will be talking about the premiere of the, the – there's a new network that's starting up, and we're going to be appearing on the network. And I don't know if I mentioned that we're, we're on um, Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Did I mention 9 p.m.? Yes, you did. Easter okay. time. Yes, Eastern time. So I guess that's 6 p.m. Uh, on the West Coast. Um, so, uh, yeah, hopefully the trailer will be out on – October 31st, and then we can talk a little bit more about it. Up until that point, like Frank said, we're all sworn to secrecy. So <laughs> all we can tell you is there's a, a show coming out, and it's going to be good. It's going to be great. So uh, <laughs> probably Rachel, if Rachel heard any of that, she's probably fainted. She, we probably have nobody to do the switchboard. <laughs> I don't think she knew a thing about this. Rachel, are you around? All right, she Rachel. must be busy. She's no, probably answering the call. Yes, I've been oh, yeah. did you didn't hear a word. You didn't hear yeah. a word? Okay, no. well, listen to this. Listen to this uh, to the show after the podcast after the show because we have a we had a real fun announcement, and I was saying that you probably because yet yeah, you've been off for a couple weeks, sick, and I know you didn't know anything about this. I'll just tell you in a in a nutshell. Um, we have a TV show that is launching on January 5th, 2011. Um, details will follow. There's a trailer and a, and a preview that will be out on Halloween on October 31st. So I figured you probably oh, think because I didn't tell because you didn't know anything about it. How wonderful! How exciting! Yeah. So it's um, it's Gene, Sky, me, and Frank, and somehow we're going to get Julie. To, to come out and do what we do, if she likes it And don't forget not. Jim Elkin. Uh, oh, yeah, well, I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> um, well, I didn't, I kind of now, everyone's going to know what kind of show it is now that we mentioned Jim. Um, but, yes, a good friend of mine, um, Jim Elkin, is involved in the show as well. But you'll, everybody will see this when, when, when we can talk a little bit more about it. I just kind of wanted to give, give the scoop here since I scooped it on somebody else's show um, last Saturday night. So their listeners knew before our listeners. So I wanted to play fair here. But um, that's, that's the only real announcement that I have. Does anybody else have anything exciting going on in their lives? Anyone? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Whatsoever. Zero. Nothing. Very boring lives, all of us. So I, I do. Okay, good. Are you married? No. <laughs> <laughs> this has nothing to do with romance. Okay, oh, what's going on? Okay. I Well, Lady Fontaine knows that I was whisked away last week to go to Foxwoods for my birthday, and I entered into a poker tournament, the World Poker Tour, and I placed. So I did. Out of a thousand players, I came in fifty second, which is really good. It's the top six percent. So I made a little money last week. I didn't know we had a poker hustler uh, among us. I am. I I did. Wow. Remember, remember she went to Las Vegas a few months ago, and she also—I mean, she didn't win that time, but um, I knew that she was, you know, a poker queen, a poker (laughs) god. So where but are you going to be taking this now next? That's well, exciting. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm on. A, I'm starting a roll, so I'll keep you informed with my poker tour. 
Good luck. That's good. Are you Thank really you. going on a poker skills. tour? Not yet, but maybe eventually. Wow. I mean, I can't even picture. Well, maybe I can picture you doing it. I'm just trying to think if you do have that much of a poker face. But I guess you do. Well, I mean, that's what she <laughs> If you can't picture her being good at it, she would be the best. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. I didn't think of it that way. That's really awesome. But in reality, I think both of you have birthdays coming up this week, don't you? Uh, I do. Yes, I do. Ah. So, Julie, your birthday's what day? Thursday. And, Jean, your birthday's what day? Sunday. I'm a Scorpio. Julie's a Libra. A Libra, that's right. Oh, okay. So you're the, uh, Jean, you're the 24th? Yes. Okay, yeah, because that was my father's birthday. Um, that, that oh, That's interesting. We have two birthdays this week. Well, I do wish both of you a very, very happy birthday, and I hope you have um, hundreds and hundreds of more happy birthdays down the road, and I hope they're a million times happier than this birthday. <laughs> it's not, like the weirdest thing that anybody ever said. But <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> I do. May each one be happier than the last. That's I'm just going to stay my age like a vampire. <laughs> but you don't look a day over 26 Oh, sure <laughs> I guess that's how old you were when they made you into a vampire, huh? Oh, that's right They make vampires, they remain in their 20s Isn't that isn't that correct? Yeah I don't know I, I don't know Well, I'm just going to go with it, yes <laughs> Yes, okay that, I would be happy now with 39 You know, never getting past 39 uh, well, I think, well, as, from what I heard, you're like 26, so I'm, I'm going with that, Jean. Okay. All right. I want to <laughs> um, one other thing I want to mention is tonight I was over at a friend's house, and um, we we had to be taking some, uh, her husband is a photographer, and stuff like that, and we had to be taking some photos for um, the new TV show that's coming out, and um, while I was there, we we did a, a a paranormal investigation, and a bunch of very unusual things happened. Um, some of it is documented. Um, we were able to capture a couple things, um, and the rest was just because I wasn't expecting to really do a, a full paranormal investigation, but right right off in just. Um, kind of fooling around. I had some very unusual things happening happen. So it'll be interesting. Um, tomorrow I hope that I'll be able to distribute some photos of what we saw. But one very Ooh. interesting thing was is that I was standing right next to Jack, my friend's husband, and he said to me, something touched my back. And I went and looked in his back, and I said, right here? And he goes, how did you know? I said, I saw something amber right in that area. I mean, it was just an amber light. Wow. I know. It was interesting. And then we, we had, I had the magnetometer, the EMF reader, um, just sitting on the kitchen table. After we were done with everything, I did have the ghost radar thing. I was sort of testing that out. And um, we were just sitting at the table talking. And it was, baseline was one. I mean, there was absolutely no activity. Then all of a sudden I started to get spikes. Uh, going up to four and higher, 
for absolutely no reason. And the irony is a couple of the times, not all the time, a couple of the times um, it indicated on the ghost radar that there were there was some sort of entity around. Now, Frank, do you do you know what those different colors mean on the ghost radar device? Uh, those are the strength. Those are strength. strength all right, we had red um, being the strongest. Red, that's what we, we had that a few times. Then we had one that was like a huge, 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 you know, uh, indicator, you know, like circle. I mean, most of them were just consistent in size. Then we got this huge one. And then all of the, like on the bottom left-hand side, there's all these different colors, like, you know, uh, red, green, and amber. And then they all turned white. I think you might have a different one than I have. The one that I have on my phone just has a, a uniform size circles that change color. Uh, or one might be a different color or such. I, I, it's probably a different program for the BlackBerry than the iPhone or uh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, apparent, apparently there must be. I wasn't expecting to see this huge monstrosity of a, um, you know, indicator that we had some sort of paranormal activity. But we we happen to have a, um, a Halloween party this weekend at that same location, so I did say that, you know, and I had more time that I would bring more equipment and, you know, fool around there a little bit. So I'll see if I pick up anything. If I do, I'll distribute pictures. But I guess that's it for for this week. So thank you, everybody. It was a wonderful show. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> We've got a lot more in store for you tonight, and we have a lot of callers on the line, and hopefully we're going to get to everyone's call tonight. Hopefully. If not, they yeah. can always contact you uh, off the air. Right. How many websites do we have now? Well, uh, we're going to have a lot more in the next two weeks. <laughs> I'm working on four of them right now. Um, but but for right now, if it, if anybody does want to contact me, they can contact me at ladyfontaine.com. Um, and if they want to contact Jean, they can contact you at, what is it, drjean.tv? Yes, drjean.tv. Aha, uh-huh. Miss TV star over here. I don't know, but that, that it, actually the dot .tv, that comes from the country Tuvalu. They've oh. made a fortune. They're a little tiny island that nobody ever heard of, but because their country code is TV, they took advantage of the fact that people want uh, the dot .tv for um, a website, and they've sold that. That's why you wind up having to pay a little bit more for that address, but it's worth it because so many people have taken it. Uh, I know an agent recommended that I grab it before somebody else did, and I'm glad I did it, short and sweet. But it's the country Tuvalu is what it really is. I stands. didn't know that. I yeah, didn't yeah, know most that. people don't. But, uh, like, we could get .us if we wanted or Canada.ca, but... Yeah. Uh, Tuvalu really made out well on this deal. Yeah, they really, really did. I know, it's like triple the price to get a .tv. Well, that's why. Wow. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's do we think why. it's time for uh, Sky McKenna's Skywatch report? Um, yeah, or you can mention that the phone lines are open. <laughs> I could Do you have anything that. in front of you? Do you have, no, but uh, I can. How about if we play Skywatch Report and then I'll and then I'll okay, mention that's that that's okay. Okay. So right now we're gonna play Sky McKenna Skywatch Report and then I'll be back with you in a few minutes. Okay. 
Hello everybody, this is Sky McKenna with my weekly Skywatch Energy Report. This is a review of the energies for the upcoming week. And if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives or you can go to my website, skymckenna.com, and click the link near the top of the page. You can also read the energy report on my blog. There's a link at the top of my website for that too. So, we've got the wind at our backs. We're still holding on to our hats. Here's the week ahead in eight minutes or less. And this then is for the week beginning Sunday, October 17, 2010. Well, what we have ahead of us this week is powerful change and really powerful, powerful passions. The shifting energies will be nearly palpable to us and we really should hold on to our hats. And that's for about the next month. The week sets off on Monday, October 18th with Mercury forming a flowing trine aspect to Neptune and the asteroid Chiron. Chiron is also known as the Wounded Healer, and we can be finding healing, dreams, and intuitions at our doorstep, and our imaginations will be running through fields of purple clover. Creativity, healing, and ideas will be flowing like a stream to the ocean, and they can be ours for these couple of days. We'll be feeling very, very fluid and compassionate toward others, and maybe even toward ourselves for a change. And we'll either be giving or receiving just the right words that we need to speak or hear. The only caveat here is that we may fall into too much wishful thinking or get caught up in daydreams. Not a bad thing. Just recognize it for what it is. Then Tuesday, October 19th, the sun takes over and trines the same points in the sky, Neptune and Chiron. And we can be feeling amazing optimism now and miraculously feel like our recent efforts to achieve our dreams are finally beginning to come together in an almost magical, cohesive whole. And romance, compassion, and creativity can also blossom now, but we should hold off making decisions and major changes under this influence. It's a lovely but temporary energy, so we should thoroughly enjoy it, but stay as grounded as we can especially since Venus is retrograde until mid-November. And on Wednesday, October 20th, Mercury changes his personality from partnership-oriented and agreeable Libra and moves into deep, watery, and passionate Scorpio. And all just as Mars forms a mystically flowing trine to Jupiter, making everything bigger. So we'll find our intuition and hunches ratcheting up several notches now. And secrets and hidden information may come to light in our lives over this next month. And that can surprise us and or help us make some decisions about where we really want to go and what we want to believe. We could also find ourselves experiencing the obsessive or manipulative side of Scorpio's personality, either within ourselves or in those around us, so be alert to that. And all of this very deep energy is amplified by Mars forming that flowing trine to Jupiter, which could either open our courage or push assertiveness toward aggression if we aren't paying attention. There's just a huge amount of fervor in the air today, and we should use it to courageously move forward toward our passions. We could surprise ourselves when we see just how much we're able to accomplish. Then on Friday, October 22nd, Mars will square off with Neptune, form an aspect of opportunity with Pluto, and also square off with the asteroid Chiron. Plus, we have a potent full moon in Aries, and this happens all at once. It's a push-me-pull-you kind of energy, but it can bring us deeply penetrating conversations or just some plain old arguments. It'll be our choice. No matter what, we could have a very emotional day one way or the other. On the challenging side, we should be alert to any passive-aggressive behavior around us or in us and instead work toward releasing old patterns of hidden agendas. This can be a startling time of healing things from the past that have hurt us in some way, although it may be shocking or upsetting as it comes to light, but not necessarily, so be ready for just about anything today. 
And also on Friday, October 22nd, we'll be experiencing a very intense full moon in Aries. And with all these other forceful energies fairly bursting in the sky this week, we can count on feeling very full and very awake and alert. Courage is the name of the game, and there's so much passion around us this week that we can stand up and take on just about anything we desire. Desire being the operative word now. Finally, on Saturday, October 23rd, the life-giving sun will join Mercury in emotionally driven Scorpio, and we'll be called front and center to follow our passions and and get a move on. The good news is that we won't have a half-hearted feeling in us. And the challenging news is that we won't have a half-hearted feeling in us. So we'll have amazing muscle and strength to follow our dreams. Or maybe even invent some new ones along the way. And this energy is going to be around us for just about a month. Now this week I want to talk about the energy of this dynamic and powerful full moon in Aries and how it'll be affecting each sign. And as always, this will apply to your sun sign and rising ascendant sign if you know it. Aries, look for a balancing, completion, or culmination of something that you may have begun related to partnership issues last July. Look for a new understanding as you relate to others now. Be agreeable, find balance, but don't put yourself last. Taurus, some of life's clutter may finally be ready to leave your life. You may also find secrets revealed to you now, so allow yourself to be drawn into solitude and your intuition will flourish. Gemini, celebrate your friends and be open to seeing your dreams come to fruition. Also, be prepared that some associations that no longer meet your needs may come to an end, and that's to open the door for dashing new ones to come in. Cancer, you may realize a career goal now that opens doors to new professional pursuits in your life. Be ready to see a new path if it's presented to you and grab that golden or brass ring. Leo, personal and spiritual growth will expand your horizons in ways you never expected. You may also have a new educational opportunity or find yourself traveling to new places. Virgo, shared or jointly held resources are up for examination and possible expansion. Someone you share resources with may get a raise that benefits you too. And be prepared to release an old habit that's been holding you back and be prepared to experience some amazing expanded psychic awareness. Libra, your partnerships, intimate or business, will be finding balance. This may mean letting go of any that aren't meeting your needs, or maybe being surprised as some become renewed. Scorpio, your health and diet and daily routine can become balanced, and this will help you reach your goals. You may also finally find fulfillment in your work, or be presented with a new opportunity for new work. Sagittarius, fun, love, and pleasure can be all around you for the taking now. New romance can beckon and or you may finally be able to find closure in one that finally needs to be left behind so that you can move on. Capricorn, you can find renewal and balance in your home and family life. You may also finally see the success and the success that you've worked so hard for. Aquarius, communications of all kinds can bring fulfillment to you and answers you've been waiting for can arrive. So if you've been waiting for a message or information, it's time to arrive is right around the corner. Pisces, expect to find a balance in your finances and what you value in life. You may have an opportunity to finalize a new source of income or solidify some recent changes in your current income source. Well, that's a wrap for this week's edition of the Skywatch Energy Report. And remember, if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives or visit my website, skymckenna.com and the link is right there at the top of the page and you'll also find a link to my new blog if you'd like to read the energy report and remember the animals still need your help you can feed a homeless animal with just the click of the mouse it's absolutely positively no questions asked free in 2009 your clicks equaled 92 million bowls of food for homeless animals so just go to theanimalrescuesite.com and click on the purple button that says, click here, it's free. Well, that's about it for this week. And remember, you never lose by loving, you always lose by holding back. So till next time, take good care, God bless, and namaste.
Thank you, Sky McKenna. As always, what an amazing report. To learn more about Sky, visit our website at skymckenna.com. That's S-K-Y-E-M-A-C-K-E-N-N-A.com. Or check out my show page here on Blog Talk Radio. There's a link directly to our website. You can listen to Sky live on the air on Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Pacific time on Achieve Radio. That's AchieveRadio.com. Tell Sky you heard about her here. And I'm here to remind you that phone lines are open, so please call 646-381-4141 to speak with Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean. They're here to answer all your questions, so call 646-381-4141 to get expert advice on all that troubles you. And remember, if you don't get on the air tonight, please send us your question at mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean will be selecting a few questions each week to answer live on each show. That equates to getting a free reading. So don't miss this incredible opportunity. Send us your questions now. If you don't want your real name used on the air, please let Lady Fontaine know, but in order for your question answered, you will need to provide us with real names, some background, and a specific question. We will honor your request for anonymity. Tonight, Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean will be answering more mailbag questions. Is that correct? Do we have some? Yes, we do. Okay, good. So we're about to answer some mailbag questions, and then we'll be taking calls. All right. Are you ready for the mailbag questions? Yes. Sure are. All right, dear Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean, where do I begin? My husband of four months, I suspect, is seeing other women. Not that it surprises me. I've known him for ten years, and he's had several girlfriends during that time frame. We got engaged in June of 2008, and the following spring I became pregnant with his child. Five months into my pregnancy, after just moving in with him, I found out he was seeing two other women. One relationship one relationship ended shortly after I confronted him. The other one dragged on, partially my fault, even after she moved out of the area. It finally took me to hop on a plane, find her house, and confront him in front of her before things truly ended. He left with me and the baby that night, and we got married last fall. I thought we had worked things out and that now he'd straighten up and fly right. Boy, was I wrong. Now he's got a couple of girls calling the house at odd hours, and he gets defensive if I answer the phone and he's not home, and I know it's for him. So why do I answer? And I found some emails in our email account trash folder he sent replying to some personal ads he saw on the Internet. He's got his own email, and I hacked into it. And I found out that he's still seeing someone he dated before we got engaged. All of this has just blown me away, and I'm at a total loss as to what to do. I love him very much, and despite of all what I've just said, we have a good relationship and sex life, or so I thought. His dad and granddad both have cheated, so I don't know if he's conditioned to believe it's okay, or maybe he's just a womanizer in nice guy clothing. We've tried to talk about things, but he's not willing to go to counseling. And the last time we talked, he said that he didn't want to be married and that he wasn't ready for the responsibility of having someone depend on you entirely. So as hurt as I was by this, I discussed with him looking into getting separated. That was over a month ago. We're still in the same house, still doing things together as a family, and still having sex. I thought about having an open marriage, basically letting him run around, 
but the thought of him being with someone else really eats away at me. I have low self-esteem and a huge amount of stress from working two jobs and caring for a one-and-a-half-year-old and wondering what to do about my ill-fated marriage. Leaving is a lot easier said than done, since we have a child and I'm financially strapped and have no money for a lawyer. He can get one easily through his job. And I'm Catholic and divorce is not an option. If you're quick to condemn me, I could really use... If you're not quick to condemn me, excuse me, I could really use some words of advice. Thanks. And that's Cindy. I was writing that letter, Cindy. Wow. No name uh, on the husband. There, well, no I mean, he's got her trapped, and he knows it, and he sounds like a very high testosterone man. The only thing I can say in, in the favor of him and his relationship with her is that sometimes when a man has that need, and and a lot of times it is biologically as high testosterone. It's kind of like his hormones are driving him to impregnate as many women as possible. That's what uh, we had to do in the caveman days, and he still carried that with him. And he could have one woman as his one and only, and she could be the love, but he's still going to cheat around. And, you know, this is this type of guy. You don't break that habit very easily until at least he gets to middle age. So, I mean, yeah, she's in a frustrating situation. I, I don't know why she married him, though, instead of just keeping her two jobs, staying with her family, and, and and trying to get some kind of child support because he would have to support the baby anyway. So I, I don't know if if this was the only alternative, but I can see why she feels stuck. Well, I was actually thinking the very same thing. I mean, you know, she said that they were, she's known him for 10 years, and in that 10-year period, he's had, you know, X amount of number of, of girlfriends, and even after she was living with him and had a baby, there were still all the signs that this man has a hard time being loyal to one woman. And I have to tell you, I, 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 I kind of was chuckling not about this situation with Cindy, but thinking about my ex-husband when you were saying um, that this really is a valid, um, you know, uh, you know, high testosterone. I mean, that it really is a valid point, that it's a hormonal issue. Um, not to say that my ex-husband cheated, because he never did, but it, I could just, I, for some reason, it just clicked in my brain. Um, but you know, with very Cindy, high sex drive, and and right, often exactly. it's not just with one woman because in a developing society, one man can get a bunch of women pregnant, and that's his duty, and he can't have too much feelings for one of them. But later on, one person could be a man's love. However, he still wants to have sex with as many women as possible. Whereas if a woman cheats on a husband, it's usually the marriage is over. With a man, it's not always the case, at least from his point of view. He wants to have his cake and eat it, too. So, But in this particular situation, I mean, what I'm feeling is he feels to me to be a very hard guy to really settle down in any way, shape, or form. I'm not saying he doesn't have genuine feelings for her because I feel he does, but um, he, I feel he takes it to an extreme. I really, really do. I mean, I don't I don't feel he just has an occasional fling here or there. I feel the guy, to me, feel it feels like he shuffles, you know, two, three, four women at a time. So how, I mean, what do you think of that from a psychological standpoint? 
obviously the man who spends his life chasing women is insecure deep down inside psychologically, and he does not like to think that these women are often the kind who who don't see much difference between him or anybody else, that they are basically promiscuous. He likes to think that these are all virtuous girls making a great exception, in his case, who would marry him in a minute if he wasn't married. And and that's not really the case. I think deep down inside he knows that the woman who chose to marry him is a better person, but he doesn't feel up to just being with that one person and being a family man. He needs constantly for people to show him by having sex with him that he's desirable. Right. I, I mean, without a doubt, that's the I mean, I agree with that 100%. And, the, I, you know, the downside of this whole situation is that there's no easy solution here. Um, obviously, she's in love with the man. Obviously, I mean, for, for religious reasons, she doesn't have any desire or, or, you know, feels divorce isn't really an option for her. So the downside is to get this man to not do what he inherently does. You know, it's just like you say, it's, 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 you know, it's not that he's just consciously thinking, oh, boy, let's go out and, you know, ha- find ourselves a new girlfriend this week. I mean, it's a hormonal issue. Um, you know, I mean, what does she do in that situation? Because, I mean, the best advice that I could give her is to try to get the guy to go into therapy with her, into some sort of counseling, because he's going to be a challenge for her. He is. I mean, I do feel that he would not have made this commitment with her unless he truly loved her and had the feelings, but he doesn't understand what a committed relationship truly is. And my gut feeling is she's going to have a very difficult time with this guy unless she can get him to at least understand that stepping outside of the marriage is doing something morally wrong. Well, good luck. I mean, certainly she should try to get him into counseling to realize that, but I think she's got to put some pressure on him as far as uh, not taking him back and having sex Uh-oh, with him. What that will Hi, Jean. Here's Jean. Hello? Here, just fine. Is anyone there? Uh, yeah, we're all here. Hello? Hi. I think uh, Hello, Lady yeah. Fontaine is having technical difficulties. Uh, okay. So well, I was just going right to say if this woman continues to have sex with him willingly when he comes home after cheating, that's really rewarding his bad behavior. So it's not that she has to leave him, but she certainly shouldn't hop in bed with him when she knows he's just been in someone else's bed. That's really good advice. Do we have Lady back? Yeah, no. I, actually, I thought it was you that, that disappeared. Maybe was it, was. it me that disappeared? Yes, it was you. <laughs> that's weird. Oh, my God. Um, I, but I, I think that that's probably the best advice, that she should withhold, you know, sex, and she should even withhold her emotions and try to be more more pulled back and more distant to him when she knows that he's out there, you know, partying and having a good time. Exactly. If she welcomes him back with open arms, you know, what we call the payoff matrix is really in favor of him continuing. All right, so his wife's a little upset. She gets over it quickly enough, and he has this fun of partying whenever he feels like it. So, yeah, the consequences, at least as far as... uh, Socially, showing him that she's angry and she's not going to take him back sexually that quickly. At least, you know, that has some effect. 
Well, I think that that's wonderful advice. And, you know, Cindy, we, we you know, hope you'll keep in touch and let us know how things turn out for you. Um, I wish that we could tell you something wonderful like, you know, in the next two weeks everything's going to be fine and Dan Danny won't be doing that this. But my gut feeling is eventually he will settle down. But if you can get him into counseling or therapy with you, so that he understands the damaging effects of what it's doing to the marriage, that certainly would be great. And it would certainly, you know, sort of speed up the process of him getting more on board with, you know, what it's like to be in a committed committed relationship. Oh, I second that. And if you can't get him in therapy, I say the next best thing is you have to go yourself. And then he might follow, but you can't just let this continue the way it is. Oh, and that's actually a good advice, too, for her to go by herself, because just in doing that, she may start to see things differently. Exactly. If, if they, that's an old Ann Landers uh, trick. I, I stole that from her, but it certainly works that sometimes if the spouse who's having too good a time doing whatever he or she is doing refuses to go for therapy as a couple, the next best choice is to go yourself, and either they'll follow and then you will work as a couple, or at least you'll learn how to deal with whatever it is they're doing. Great advice. Well, we have another uh, letter here, if you guys would like to hear one more. This is a short sure. one. starts out, Lady Fo- Dear Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean, I am 24 years old, single white male, who's never been on a date in my life. I've met some great girls online who've been interested in getting to know me, and we've even exchanged photos and called each other. However, long-distance relationships do have a downside. They make it hard to actually spend quality time with them. That's in quotations. I am a little overweight, and I find it rather hard to find the courage to ask a, work, ask a girl out. Actually, I find it hard to find someone to start out being friends with. I know it's probably me, but I need some advice, some solid advice. I always have had the idea that if I was able to date a girl who was slender to average size, it would give me some boost to lose weight seriously. I would like to meet a girl from the Oklahoma area. However, there doesn't seem to be anyone in cyberland in the area who's interested in getting to know me. Oh, well. James. It says right, James well, in Connecticut. Um, but, um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, did, I wonder if he moved or, or whatever. Um, I don't know. Or um, he's lying about his uh, place because he doesn't want to be recognized in any way. Yeah, that could be too. Um, Dr. Jean, this is probably more up your 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 area of expertise as far as giving advice here. What, what would you suggest? Well, some you know some practical advice is rather than wait for the motivation to come from outside, as a lot of overeaters do that he's got to date a slender to average girl and that'll in, uh, that'll be an incentive for him to lose weight, I would suggest going to a local Overeaters Anonymous meeting. They have Overeaters Anonymous listed all over the place, everywhere in the country, and possibly meeting a girl who's also working on losing weight. And then she's more likely to accept him being overweight and they have something in common and they can go to restaurants and kind of be on the diet or exercise and do things together from that end. Rather than looking for the outside motivation, you know, it's it's funny, a lot of people that are chronically overweight, they they only respond to 
external as compared with internal cues. Like a thin person, let's say like you or myself, will often say, gee, you know, I'm hungry. I better eat. You know, I'll get something to eat. Whereas an overweight person, I saw a very funny picture, a comic strip. The person is, is obviously overweight, and he's sitting there saying, it's time to eat. He's looking at the clock, and the clock says back, you let me stop two days ago. And that's what he's doing with the girl. Well, I'd lose weight if I found a skinny girl. But he doesn't have a skinny girl or a fat girl. So maybe he should stop by finding a girl who also is interested in losing weight, wherever she is on the on the weight continuum. Well, I think that that's fabulous advice, um, and and it would be good for him to get into if it's Weight Watchers or whichever organization you had mentioned, Overeaters Anonymous. Overeaters Anonymous. Yeah, there's yeah. chapters in every city and state. Um, you know, this way, he it's true. I mean, he's going to be getting some motivation and and guidance in how to deal with the problem as well as, um, you know, meeting people who are dealing with the same kind of issue. I just find it so hard to believe that he's saying that there's nobody, in, especially he says he's looking online, um, and, and, he, and he can't connect with anybody. My gut feeling is he's kind of, I feel he's got an ideal in his head, and he is looking for the ideal, and I kind of feel he's not being real open to just anybody, even though he says nobody seems to want to talk to him or something like that. Um, I still just feel he's being very picky or very, very particular with things. So my gut feeling for James is, um, you know, give A, first give yourself a break, and B, I, I really think he needs to sort of loosen up and just try to have a good time and not try to get women to talk to him or get to know him. Just be himself. I feel a, a part of what he's doing is sort of trying to be what he thinks somebody else wants him to be. And I feel right away people know that that's not genuine and they sort of shy away from that. But on the plus side, I want to say from a psychic perspective that I actually do feel um, somebody entering into his life. I'm going to say right now, it feels to me still many months away, it kind of feels to me to be June or July of 2011. Um, feels to me it starts as a friendship and grows into something very, very you know real and very meaningful. So regardless if he's looking or not looking um, at that point or wanting it or not wanting it, it's going to happen. So good luck to you, James, because there's somebody wonderful out there for you. All right. Are we ready to take calls? We certainly are. All right. Thank you very much to the people who uh, sent us letters. Uh, again, Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean will be answering uh, choosing two letters on the air to uh, answer every week. So just a reminder, send them to mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. And, uh, again, they're going to choose just about two a week to answer live on the air. Now, remember, the phone lines are open right now. Please give us a call, 646-381-4141, to speak with Lady Fontaine and Dr. Jean get some expert advice. You guys ready to take a call? Yes. All right. I have Vicky. Vicky wants to know what Lee's intentions towards her are. Okay, Vicky. Hi. Hey. Hi. So, how are you? 
I'm wonderful. How are y'all? Good, good. So tell us a little bit about what's going on with Lee. Well, um, we've reconnected, and his energy feels different. It feels better. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, so I can hear you. We can hear you. Lady Fontaine seems to be having a couple of uh, technical difficulties, but hopefully she'll be back in a minute. All right, I'm back again. I'm gonna, uh, Dr. Jean, can you um, handle this and let me yeah. let me drop off and I'll come back on because this okay. is the second time that right. happened. All right. You'll be back on, so I'll, I'll be, be right my back best on. to be an intuitive type uh, psychologist. So uh, <laughs> you want to know if Lee's gonna come back? Well, he we've actually reconnected, and he feels different this time. He feels positive. He feels genuine. He feels sincere. And I how long were you apart? I'm sorry. How long were you apart? Um. Well, I've known him on and off for about seven years, and um, we reconnected last year. And then fizzled out. I don't think either one of us were ready, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But like now you feel ready, and he seems ready. He does, and I just want to learn to trust myself more. So I was wondering what she could get from that. Or okay, I'm back. I'm back. So can you give back. me a quick, okay. All a right. quick She's overview? Okay, all right. She's on and off with Lee, and now he seems sincere, and she feels sincere. He's a different person, so what okay. can you get from that? All right. Let me just scan these energy. All right. When did he reappear into your life? In July. Okay. Um. All right, let me say this. Um, I feel in his heart of hearts, um, I do feel, I feel in a way he almost was always genuine, even though he was inconsistent, um, because when I read his energy, there's a very genuine caring towards you. Um, This is a tough one only from, I I don't feel he's 100% ready. What he's showing me is a true, honest desire um, to reconnect and to make this work. But I also feel it, almost like just, you know, sometimes people are ready. Sometimes someone's energy shows me, well, they're ready, they're on track, and they're going to do everything that they can do. Um, I, I, to me, I feel he's going to be a lot better, but I don't feel he's fully there yet. What my best suggestion to you is um, go with the flow on this because I do feel he is he is genuine and he is going to try. I, you know what I kind of feel, and if, you, if you're a regular listener of the show, you often hear that Dr. Jean and I give little tips and advice as far as how to try to get a better response from men in a particular situation. So in this particular situation, what I would suggest with Lee is let him take let him take the lead. Let him be the one who's opening his heart to you and dish it out in small in small pieces with him. Don't open your whole heart to him and, you know, trust everything that he's going to say. Sort of let him step up to the plate and earn your trust and earn your belief. I feel he's going to do a good – you know what he's showing to me? showing me is about 80% committed with this, which compared to when I look backwards, 
compared to what I feel in the energy is quite significant because in the past it feels to me um, a lot of inconsistency, though it felt to me that when he was in your life, it still was a good connection. So looking forward, it feels to me that um, it has a great potential of bringing you a lot of good stuff and, and a lot of happiness. The greatest potential to me is showing itself in beginning in March of 2011. So between now and March of 2011, I urge you just go slow with him. Don't jump into fully engaging with everything or believing everything that he says. Let him be step. Let him step up to the plate. Let him earn this place in your in your heart and in your life. And I do feel he'll deliver for the, for you. Okay. Okay. That I'm trying to learn to trust myself more, and that's sort of what I'm getting. And I'm getting to establish my boundaries to what I will and will not put up with. Great. But to be very careful, <clears throat> excuse me, and say it with feathers, not thorns. <laughs> that's the way well, to do but it. That's I think that he's learning as he plays around, maybe, or looks around that, that you're really the person he should be committed to. It's better than mm-hmm. making a commitment before you're ready. I'm sorry, lady was going to say something. No, I was just going to say that, you know, when you're always complaining or or if you're always trying to, um, you know, tell a person, well, you're not doing this or you don't give me that, you know, that becomes like nagging to a man and they shy away from it anyhow. So by by just being nice, be yourself, be sweet, but you're doing all the right things with this because you're defining your boundaries and as long as you stick, you, you hold steady and hold true to yourself, um, don't define your boundaries and then give in because you're afraid you're going to lose him or something like that because then right. he's going to get it very, very quickly that he can walk all over this situation. So as long as you stay true to yourself, you're going to be all right. But Dr. Jane, I'm curious what you were going to say. Well, uh, basically, you know, I said what I was going to say, that it seems like he might have been shopping around at a certain point. You're you're both pretty young, right? Well, I'm 47 and he's 59. Oh, 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 he's old. Well, it it sounded almost like a younger guy or maybe if he's older, he's somebody who's made mistakes and now he wants to make sure you're the right person before giving you a premature commitment. But it seems like every time he comes back into your life, he's he's more drawn to you, that he's more sure that you're, the, you're one of the best people or you're the best one out there for him. That's the sense I'm getting, that he's now threading, treading very uh, cautiously. If he's middle-aged, uh, maybe it's because he's been hurt in the past or made commitments and then had trouble getting out of them. So he doesn't well, want to I... do that again. I agree with you, Dr. Jean, that he's, you know, what I feel he did with this particular situation was he felt, regardless of um, what a good connection that they do have, that, ah, you know, the grass is greener, I'll find something better. But when he went out there, I feel he couldn't find, you know, I, I don't feel he's got a hard time meeting people, but I do feel he has a hard time truly connecting with someone. So, um my gut feeling is you're right on that, that he really realized that what they have is something very, very special. So my gut feeling is it's going to work out well for you. Just play it smart, okay? Okay, I will. I'll play it smart. Thank you. 
You're very welcome. Good luck to you. Thank Good you. Luck. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, who is our next caller? Our next caller is, uh, excuse me, um, technical difficulties here. Uh, our next caller is Debbie. Debbie wants to know if uh, her nephew, Preston, will deploy to Afghanistan and his uh she has some questions to ask you. Okay. Debbie, are you on the yeah, line? Hi, I'm Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Debbie. Yeah, my nephew's 19. He's real sweet, and he's in the Marines now. He's in boot camp, and I just wanted to know if you could tell me that he was going to be all right. His what, his first name again was what? Preston. Preston. Preston Cox. He's 19 years old. And then he just got a girl pregnant, and... When he was dating her, she dated someone else, so they don't know yet if the baby is his or not, but he said that he would support the baby anyway. Wow. Even if it isn't his. Wow, that's amazing. And then my my sister's going to Boston, and there's an old man there that wants her help, and he said that he's going to leave her quite a bit of money, and I'm wondering if she should go out to Boston and live there with a while with him and help him. Now, he was going to leave her like $600,000. Now, who is that that was, who, who's going to be, is this the same, this is your sister? Right. All right, let, let's let's adjust one thing at a time. Okay, with Preston. Um, when I scan his energy, um, I, I'm, I'm feeling he's going to be okay. I mean, if he has to go, um, see, I'm not even feeling he's going to end up in, you know, in, you know, fighting like what do they call that in the front line or whatever it is. And I mean, I'm, I'm combat. Yeah, right. It doesn't have that feel to me. It doesn't have that feel to me. So for right now, I'm feeling things are going to be um, kind of smooth sailing for him, and that he will be okay. Um, regarding the situation with the child, to be honest. Um, from what I'm feeling right now, it doesn't feel like his child, but I feel that that's um, quite, you know, amazing and admirable on his part that he, you know, would take care or support that child anyhow. Um, regarding your sister, what's her first name? Her name's Donna. Um, this whole thing, to me, isn't sitting comfortably. Um, it just isn't with this man. Do you know what the man's first name is? Yes, his name is Ezo. And he's a foreign man, but he lives in Boston, and he wants to leave her a house and leave her money and stuff when he dies. And she flew back there once to see him, but now he has a really bad cold, and he wants her to come out and take care of her. But I'm just wondering if she's doing all this for him, and then he's not going to be leaving her anything. Yeah, I'm Did just you not see getting him leaving I... her money. I just am not getting confirmation on it. I'm I'm just not. I mean, I'm not. There's a good chance she may get some amount of money, but to me, it doesn't feel anything like six hundred thousand. It feels to me more like ten thousand or something like that. Oh, it does not okay. Like a huge chunk of money. Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. Ten thousand um, is nice. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, any, any, yeah, but I wouldn't go right. into it just for the money. She she has to have feelings for him anyway. She has feelings for him. He's a real good friend. She's flown out there to take care of him before, and they write letters all the time. And he sends right, her little amounts of money to do things, and 
she buys him okay. things all the time. But she really loves him. She feels like her angels are around her when she's around him. Well, then that's the important thing. You don't you don't right. marry or, or live with somebody because they're going to leave you money because who knows if and when they're going to die and if and when they have that much money. But the idea is that, that there's some comfort there financially and they seem to get along very well. And I, I think she and her son, the nephew, are, are going to be fine. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I do agree with that. Oh, that's good. I'm glad the nephew, he's so cute. He's only 19, and he's a real well-groomed boy, and his mom and dad live in Anaheim Hills, and he just wanted to serve his country, and these kids are having such a hard time finding jobs nowadays that this was a good way for him to make some money. It sure is, but, you know, let him be careful who he shares it with because he seems like he's too much trying to be the ideal all-American guy and do what's right, and he's got to look out for himself, too. I think he's got you looking out for him and his mom, and he's lucky. Yeah, we don't want him to go to Afghanistan. But my my Aunt Florence had one son that died in World War II, and... We just don't want that to happen to him. Too hard. Well, I don't think he's going to die. She doesn't think he's going to be in active combat. That's pretty much over there. You know, we're we're on our way out. That's what I heard. That would be great. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that I really feel he's going to be okay. Oh, that's great. Thanks for calling. Keep us posted. I will. I'll call you again and let you know how he's doing. And great. Okay, well, thank you very right, much. Take it care. Was wonderful talking to you. Same here. You. Take care. Can I, can I ask you one other quick question? No, I'm sorry, because we have so many people waiting. I'm sorry. Okay, well, thank you. You helped out a lot. Call Great. us again. All right. Okay, so our next caller is Sonia, and she wants to know if she will find a better position with a different company. Hi, Sonia. Okay. What question? Okay. Sonia? We got romance, we got family, now we got work. You want a better that, position, Sonia? I don't Sonia, know are there? there? We've been having some switchboard problems, it seems, all night, uh, folks. But we are we are working on it. Should we try okay, to take Sonia a different call? Let's take uh, another call. I mean, don't Sonia? hang up on her. We'll try no, not gonna, not hanging up on her. Oh, let's try it here. You know what? We're going to try this. Hello? 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 Is this Sonia? Yeah, this is Sonia. Okay, we got her. Hi, okay. Sonia, you're on the air. Oh, hi, thank you for taking my call, Lady Fontaine. Oh, our pleasure. Um, how can we help you? Um, I wanted to see uh, if you're picking up anything as far as me. Um, I'm looking to make a move from where I work right now. I want to go to another company, um, find a better position. Um, I wanted to see what you were picking up for me. Um, is there a, is there another company that you're already looking at? Um, well, I mean, all I'm doing at this point is just sending out applications. Okay, so and you're asking me if if if, if another job opportunity is going to come your way. All correct. right, let me just scan your energy because when you were talking, I was getting most definitely, and I I do feel there's going to be a better opportunity for you. I just want to zoom in on when it's going to be. All right, let me say this. End of February is jumping out at me. Um, Big opportunity. 
um, feels to me to be a very similar type of company to where you work right now, but it feels to me to be more um, more focused on the employee because when I'm when I'm feeling the the company that you're with right now, I'm not feeling that nurturing towards the the employees at all, not at all. I mean, it, it just feels to me to be a very um, almost like numbers-oriented company that they care about the bottom line and not about their employees. Um, so for me, it feels like um, big opportunity for you end of February of 2011. Um, it's going to be with a great company. feels to me it's going to be a great job opportunity for you. Um, prior to that, before that, I want to say it almost feels to me that there's another um, either offer that's going to come your way or um, you're going to be like in the final, you know, um, interview process and, and be, it, it'll get down to two people. Um, that particular job, it almost feels to me that you will get an offer on it. That feels to me, believe it or not, in December because to me it doesn't, I don't think companies hire in December, but this is coming through for you in December. It doesn't feel to me that it's going to be the greatest move for you. So if you do accept that job offer or if you're tempted to accept that job offer, do a lot of research on the company and try to meet as many people as you can at the company before. It just doesn't – It to me it feels almost like um, – I don't know. It doesn't have that feel to me of, of a job that you're going to love to go to work work at. Where this job opportunity in February is a, I mean, it's it's a wow factor for you. It is so aligned with your energy, and it would work out very very well for you. Okay. Um, now the position in February is that something that's going to be in my area. Am I going to have to uh, commute? Um, there may be a commute, uh, but it doesn't feel to me to be a far commute. I would say, um, you know, 20 minutes to, to 30 minutes or something like that. It doesn't feel like it's a, you know, five-minute ride or anything like that. It feels to me to be somewhat of a commute. Okay, so you're saying it's a better company, more oriented to the employees? and Right, more. Uh, and I feel that they have, it's sort of like they have a program or, or a policy where they do promote from within, and I do feel they have, you know, a, a, a wonderful career path for 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 the employees that really are dedicated. And it feels to me that they're good to their employees, almost like they have all these social things going on and all these extra benefits and all these extra, you know, perks. It just feels to me to be a really great company. Oh, okay. So you think it's it's a bigger company, a medium size, or uh, I would say right now, kind of feels to me to be medium to large company. Okay. And were you picking up anything as far as the industry? It feel it felt similar to the industry you're in right now. Oh, because I'm in the medical industry right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so maybe you know you're at the smaller company might be struggling, and that's why they can't be concerned about the employees' feelings so much. They're more concerned about the bottom line because if the bottom line isn't there, the company and the employees won't be there either. Maybe the right. company they're going to go into in February is a wealthier uh, company that's doing better. Right. Well, also it's just bad management decision. I mean, I've been there what seven years. And I've mm-hmm. seen nothing but for change. bad decisions after bad decisions, you know, bad management. And oh, then, well, it sounds like Lady Fontaine is predicting that you're going to get this new thing in February, and it's certainly going to be a positive step in the right direction. Okay. 
All right. All right. Good luck to you. Thank you. And we have another call. Frank, do you have a caller or should I take it? I've got a caller on here. Alexander wants to know where his career in uh, – oh, looks like we just lost Alexander. Okay. I wonder if that's the switchboard. I know there's a lot of callers in Q Ale- and we're trying to get Alexander? as many as we can tonight. Alexander, are you there? Yep. Looks like we lost him. Sorry. Okay. All right. Who is then? Who else do we have on the line? Uh, Julie, do you have any? Yeah, Brian. He wants to know if he'll get financial aid to go to law school. Oh, hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. Are hi. you there? Hey, it's good evening. Hi, hi. How can we help you? Yes, I was calling to see if I was going to be able to get in law school next fall, and will I be financial aid? Get financial aid. Um, I'm going to say to you right now, yes, and yes. It feels to me to be very, very promising. The one thing I want to really urge you is um, I'm hearing something about a deadline, so make sure you do not miss the deadline. Um, and make sure you you work at it. It kind of feels to me that, um, and I don't know if this is how it works with, with getting some sort of financial aid, but it kind of feels to me first come, first serve, then there's, it sort of feels like there's, limited funds or limited availability in some way. So make sure you put in all your paperwork and get it done, I want to say almost ASAP, you know, quickly. And I feel you're going to ensure your position and and, and getting the the financial aid that you need. But it's definitely a yes. Okay. Now, I'm waiting on um, test scores to get back within two weeks. Uh, And once I get those test scores, then I can start applying to schools. Do you uh, good, good. see that it'll be too late? No. I, uh, just be cognizant of the deadline. Um, I, I feel if you do it in the next couple of weeks, you're going to be fine. But it does feel to me that there's um, – that, and I'm not sure if it's you and, and the way you do things typically, if, if sometimes you let deadlines slip or something. But the first thing that came into my head was don't miss the deadline. So I'm passing that information on to you. I don't feel that when you get back your test scores that you're going to be too late. What what I feel the warning was with that is don't let it slip on your part. Gotcha. All right. Crystal clear. Okay. Anything else? Uh, that'll be all. Okay. Good okay. luck to you. Good luck. Thank you very much. Okay. Who is our next caller? Well, we Hello. have uh, Cindy here. Okay. Hello. Cindy. Uh, Cindy's Hello. with us and wants to know when she'll get Hi. income. She has a job now, but I uh, would like oh. to know when she's going to get a better one, I guess. Cindy, are you with us? I am. Hi, Cindy. Hello. Here we go. Hi. Hi. How can we help you? Um, I just um, took a new job, but it's commission only, and I haven't really gotten going with it yet. Um, I my last job, my employer, it was sales also, and I had commission due, and my companies quit paying me and said they had business expenses setting up a new website, and they didn't have the money to pay me. Um, and they, they did this when my son was in the hospital. Um, he had gotten in a car accident, and um, it was a miracle to be alive, so I was there with him and didn't leave the hospital, and I was working from the hospital processing the orders with my laptop computer. 
But anyhow, they took advantage of the situation because I, I didn't have time to go get an attorney and deal with them. And um, so I have um, now found another job that, like I said, I'm learning the, the product, I'm learning the services and about the company and and just getting rolling with it. And I was wondering how you see that working out when you see me starting to get some income coming in. To me, it kind of feels before the end of the year you're going to have income. Um, it, it feels to me that either your November or your December check or, or earnings is going to be good. And, and again, I, I say that hesitantly because of the crappy economy that we're in. And typically around the holiday season, you know, we don't see unless you have a, a seasonal kind of product. But but in your particular instance, it's coming through very loud and clear that before the end of the year, you're going to have a nice check. It does feel to me that it's not going to be you have this huge check in December and then January it's bigger and February it's bigger. It kind of feels to me it's going to fall back again. It just feels to me a start and stop kind of thing before it really, really takes off. I feel in the spring of 2011 you're going to have a nice, steady income. Prior to that, it feels a little bit choppy, but I feel it's going to be okay. Not fabulous, but okay. Um, what kind of product line is it? Is it a seasonal line? Um, no, it's not. Okay. All right. So, and again, I'm, I'm so hesitant to say that, but it's you know I can't change what my guides are telling me um, regarding you know it, it most likely is going to be in December, a a very very good month for you. And make sure that you ask for your commission checks as the, as you go along. It sounds like you're very conscientious. If your son was hurt badly in an accident, you were processing orders, and you have the idea that you have a good work ethic, and if you do good work and you produce and you do the right thing, that you will get the commissions and the pay. And unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. You have to stay up to date with that. Don't let them owe you so much that it's easier for them to get rid of you than it is to pay what they owe you. Make right, sure you I did. collect all Yeah, I didn't. When, when the paycheck was due, I sent in my invoices and... They just ignored it, and I didn't get paid, and I kept checking my bank account set up on direct deposit. And I yeah. uh, called them, and he started arguing with me. And, you know, it's, it was repeat sales. And um, so I, I built a customer base. I paid for all the expenses, all the advertising, worked the trade shows, did everything. And, and you then, put some of these people into your own business or into the next business, the customers. No, total. You know, most of them uh, don't. It's just totally, totally different, and don't have the um, the the new job I've just taken has much higher potential. Okay, all right. So you've income, got income, but they don't they don't really cross over. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's too bad that you can't uh, get something from that hard work. But what you have to realize sometimes is that you being conscientious and doing a lot of hard work isn't always enough. You have to also, part of the job, especially in sales or commission, is to make sure you keep up to date with money that's owed you so that you right. don't allow anybody to uh, accrue uh, a, a big balance. Well, at that point, he was just refusing to pay me and said he didn't have yeah. the money. And he, he had business expenses. Did. And yeah. from what, um, you know, all the other employees that were working for him when I was hired were no longer with him. So I think he, what he was doing was hiring people, getting them to go accumulate new customers, and then getting rid of them so he could 
keep, as owner of the company, keep their commissions and not pay them and still have the residual orders from the customers. And I had contract with him that even if he terminated my contract, before my contract was up, he still had to pay me those commissions for four months for all sales coming in for the next four months. And he didn't do that either. It cost you too much to go back legally and get... That's the point. Mm -hmm. I would have to go hire an attorney and spend a lot of money to go collect the money. And he knew when he didn't pay me, and I'm at the hospital with my son and not leaving his side... Because his, his, I mean, he was hanging on <laughs> by a thread. Right, they right. Your son was more knew important. I wouldn't Sometimes leave him, so they took when advantage. When you're in crisis, yeah, they take advantage. And this yeah. person already had his own problems, and he had, you already saw that there was a pattern of him mistreating other people, and that's why they left. So that's something to keep in mind as a lesson for the future. But it sounds like now you're focused on a much more positive venture, and. Uh, it's just a matter in sales of keeping on an even keel so that even when you have a bad week, you have the basic, and then the rest is gravy to put away for a rainy day. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. Do you? you have to be a lot more self-disciplined than when you have a steady paycheck. Yeah, this one has a lot more potential. Um, Good. And, and it's just a matter of getting started because I had no familiarity with the product. And the service that they offer, so I'm learning all of it. And you're going to do oh, well with it. You are going to do well. Good luck to you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, ladies. Have a good evening. Okay. Good. You too. Good night. Thanks. All right. Who is our next caller? Our next caller is Cheryl. Cheryl wants to know if she should make contact with an interest. I guess there's a current interest, or if she will meet another soulmate soon. Okay. So, Cheryl, are you there? Yes. Hi, Cheryl. I'm 50, and I'm also looking for work, waiting for my boat to come in. I have a master's in engineering and a JD, and I haven't been working for a year and a half. But there's a man I had a crush on, and I don't, he's married, and he's in an open relationship. And I saw him, and I don't know if I should try to make contact or just say, focus on me and just say, you know, he's not the one and someday I will need somebody? I don't know. I would be very suspicious of anyone who says they're married in an open relationship. I don't don't like that to begin with. I think your instincts are right. But uh, Lady might... I'm attracted enough to to not care. (laughs) Well, I'm sure you are, but I'm saying as far as whether it's a good relationship to pursue... Right, let's let's look at this. First of all, what's his first name? Well, I don't know if I, I'd want him to hear it. Starts with a G. Okay, let's let's go to your career then, because I need I need names. Okay, his um, name's George. George. Okay. Um, let me just scan his energy because to me it. <sighs> Uh, you know, it, it's not jumping out at me as as a situation that's going to bring you much more than um, short, you know, like short-term gratification. It doesn't feel to me, it just feels to me that it sort of has other, it has a lot of overhead. Other than the fact that he's married, um, it, it just feels to me he's not, he doesn't give a lot, and it doesn't feel to me that he has a lot to give, nor does it feel to me that he wants to give a lot to anybody. 
And honestly, it feels to me that you want somebody that's going to be there for you. So it just feels to me this whole situation, if you choose to pursue it, um, is just going to give you moments of pleasure. It's not going to be, quote, unquote, the one for you. Um, he feels like a nice guy. I don't feel anything in there that I could say, oh, this is a horrible person. But it's sort of like you're on, uh, you're, you're just sort of on a different path than he's on. I feel that you really are looking for somebody to share your life with, where I feel with him, eh, it's just not the same. It just is. But I don't know if I'm going to ever find that at 50. I mean, I haven't found it up to now. So then I think I should take what I can get. (laughs) Okay. Well, if you have that attitude, then, you know, then you should. Um, because you create your reality based on your thoughts and your beliefs. So if, if that's, if that's what you're sending out to the universe, then you definitely should. But don't expect it to turn into the other. I think that's what we're saying. This isn't good. You know, you said at the beginning of the call that your instincts were such that he was married and claimed to have an open relationship, but you weren't sure this was the one for you. So it sounds like part of you is still holding out and, and wishing you could have more than those occasional well, moments. Well, I was so attracted to him. In a way, I don't get attracted to people. And I think, am I going to get attracted like that to someone? Because I'm seeing someone else, but I'm not as attracted in the same way. So okay. to have that love so attraction towards someone and have them have it back. <laughs> you you want permission to kind of go for it, go for the pleasure. Well, no, just that level of attraction to somebody mm-hmm. is not something I get very often. So it's not just going after the pleasure. It's like, wow, I was really attracted to this person and... I don't get attracted to people like that very often. So then I think, well, will I? <laughs> okay. Will you, what? Will, you, will you find somebody else or will you? Is that well, I don't want just question? anyone else. I'm dating another no, 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 man. We understand. We understand that. So let me just scan your your energy. I mean, see. am I ever going to get attracted to someone like that and have it be attracted back? And then hopefully I'll get work and land on my feet where I won't care about men. <laughs> well, I think that, 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 be that Right, right, that's true. All right. Um, let, let me put it to you like this. I see somebody out there, but he's really far in the future. I mean, you know, it, it kind of feels to be two and a half to three years in the future. But let me tell you, it shies in comparison to, I mean, this situation with George shies in comparison to with this new person. Um, the connection's there. The potential is there. Everything is there with this new guy. Um, you know, and, and, and yes, you're going to have the feeling. It's not like, you know, like the person that you're seeing right now. That You know, I, it feels to me that you have had many, many casual relationships and not many real dynamic relationships. Um, the situation with George, I could feel in the energy what, what draws you into it, but it still feels to me to be extremely limited, extremely limited. And I feel, um, it, it, I don't know, in a way it comes to as, as a very frustrated kind of feeling on your part. Um, so when we say that this, you know, the situation with George, even if you go for it, it doesn't feel to me that, quote, unquote, this is the person that you're going to be spending the rest of your life with. I actually feel that there's somebody that you're going to meet 
it feels to me around September of next year that feels to me it's going to be a wonderful relationship, but it's not showing itself to be a soul-level connection like this person I feel that's coming in about two and a half to three years down the road. Um, that one feels to me to be just different than anything you've ever experienced ever in your life. So even the situation with George doesn't come close to to it. I've got to so, wait three more years. I can't help what I pick up. <laughs> but like I said, there's somebody coming in in September of 2011 that feels to me his energy aligns as almost as a friend type, but it has the potential of being somebody that you enjoy going out with, having a good time with. It's more than just very casual, but it certainly is not as intense and really incredible as the situation two and a half to three years down the road. And is my so, grant going to hit this month? Your grant? Yes. I'm shaking my head. No, it doesn't feel like this month. Oh. Potential before the end of the year is coming through low, maybe 30 to 40 percent. Um, feels more likely to be early part of next year. Okay. All right. Good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. All right. Who is our next caller? We have Natasha. Natasha's been waiting quite a while. She has a question about meeting a soulmate. Natasha, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Thanks for taking my call, ladies. Hi, Hi. Natasha. How Hi. can we help you? Um, I wanted to see if you can tell me if you, when you see me meeting someone for a soul connection relationship, I'm kind of sick of the fly-by-night, so I was looking for more of a soul connection and wanted to see if you guys saw that for me. All right, let me just scan your energy. Um, let me tell you a couple things that are jumping out with okay. me. Um, first of all, I actually feel that you're going to be meeting um, a lot of men. So is that your MO, that you meet a lot of men? Because I feel a lot of men coming into your life in the next, I would say, six to eight months. Is that the M- really? Is that your term? Yeah. No, actually, really, no. But maybe you feel that way because I recently got on the Internet. So at first I was actually meeting no one. So maybe that's why you're seeing that. Maybe, but, but regardless, it does feel to me that you're going to have almost like a, um, you know, I don't want to say a parade, but like this onslaught of, of, of men being attracted to you and being extremely interested in, in you. And it kind of feels to me it's going to start very early in 2011, I would say, you know, end of January, early February of 2011. It just feels to me throughout, you know, the the, the, the winter, the spring, um, even the summer, you're going to have a lot of choices. Now, none of them feel to me to be, quote, unquote, it, but there's one or two of them out there that feel to me that they're going to be very, very re- re- rewarding situations if you choose to, you know, move forward with it. So what I kind of want to say is I, I feel for the next um, eight months you're not going to be meeting your true, true soulmate, but you're certainly going to have some incredible men. There's one or two men. One man, um, he's striking me with, with an R name, I'm going to say right now, Robert or Richard, um, feels to me it's going to be a very dynamic relationship, a very dynamic. He's got dark hair. He's a very, very nice-looking guy. Um, and 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 I don't know. There's, I, either he's successful or there's money behind him. 
um, in his family because he feels to me to, to have a lot of substance and, and a lot of security, financial security behind him. Um, so you, you've got a lot of really neat um, and, uh, relationships coming up with a lot of potential. Um, when I look for a soul-level connection, um, I'm going to say to you right now it's going to be the early part of 2012. I don't, I'm not getting an exact date. Um, my gut feeling is it's March of 2012. Okay. Okay. So but in the meantime, you're going to be having some wonderful experiences. You really, truly are. Okay. Okay. Anything All right. you can tell me about the, the soul connection, gentlemen? Um, what else did you want to know? I can only tell you what I pick up, and, uh, you know, I, I gave you a lot of information. There's nothing else that's coming through. Okay. Okay. I was just wondering about the one for the soul connection. So is, is that yeah, the gentleman um, you were right describing? Yeah, right now it's just the only thing I'm getting on him is a date. Um, you know, okay. it's a soul-level connection. To me, it feels like it's going to knock your socks off. Okay. All right? Okay. All right. Well, good luck to you. Okay, we only have five minutes left, so do you want to take another um, call? We'll take one more call. Okay. We Good have question. Nathaniel. And Nathaniel, oh, I think we just lost. Oh, no, we have him. Nathaniel, let's see, because the switchboard is going a little nuts. Nathaniel, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Hi. Hi, Hi. how can we help you? How can we you help know, you? Uh, seeing if you saw a soulmate coming in for me or uh, any kind of new career thing. All right, let me just scan your energy and see what we pick up. All right, um, let me talk about career first because I actually are you are you working right now? Are you employed? No. Okay. Um, I actually do feel, it's, it's even that feels to me to be a little bit in the future. Um, all right, job and career. I'm seeing two different opportunities. One almost feels like short-term or temp or consulting or something like that. Um, potential is, you know, perhaps sometime, and, and again, I, I say this with hesitation, um, middle of December, um, more likely in the very early part of January, but it feels very short-lived. Do you do any temp work or consulting work? No, uh, not really. Uh, no, I haven't been thinking. Okay. Um, well, something is going to come up for you, and it's not going to be long-term. Um, I do feel a very, very strong potential of long-term opportunity, and it feels to me to be a great opportunity, but it feels to me to be coming in, you know, it, it just feels further into the year. I'm going to say right now, um, April, May of 2011. And what would what, I be What looking? kind of work do you do? Well, what would I be looking for uh, in April or May? What's going to show up? The work. Well, what, what, what kind of, I mean, uh, what kind of work do you do? Because it feels like aligned with whatever it is that you do. What do you do? Hello? Do we still have Nathaniel on the phone? I think we lost him. Oh, yeah, I'm here. 
Hello? Lady asked you what kind of work you do. I'm a creative artist, author, writer. Oh, okay. So maybe, in a sense, you do do freelance. You're always out there uh, doing something different. And, and maybe there's a possibility, I'm thinking, that you might meet your soul connection or your soulmate at some kind of a conference and related to work. Now it falls together like a writing conference or a workshop or something. That's where you're likely to meet the person as well as to have some success in, in work. Yeah. Okay. Right, you got to sound positive, not communicate lack, right? Communicate what you expect. Lack for reading. <laughs> well, you know, I I feel, and and it's it's interesting with the line of work that you're in that you don't do any shorter term things, but I do feel that there is going to be a short term opportunity for you that in in the line of what you do. So are you not looking for work because you seem to be so surprised when we said that that some opportunities would be coming up for you? Um, I'm not sure what uh, opportunity that might be. Uh, it seems... Uh, well, you don't know about it yet. That's the thing. R- right. I'm sorry to interrupt, but we only have we have less than a minute left, so I just want to prepare... Okay. Thanks Everybody. a lot. Uh, thanks a lot for uh, um, have a blessed night. You too. All right, take care. All so right. We have so well, many it, callers tonight. It was I know. Unbelievable. So we still have some left. That, I know, and I, I do apologize that we weren't able to get to more callers. We tried to take as many as we could. Again, I urge you, if you did not get on the air tonight, please send us a mailbag question to mailbag at ladyfontaine.com, and we will do our best to try to get your question on the air next week um, or give us a call back next week. We're going to try again next week to take as many calls as possible. past few weeks, um, Rachel wasn't here, and we had topics that were taking up a lot of the show. Um, next couple of weeks, we're going to try to take more and more calls. But I wish you all a wonderful week. Remember to honor yourself, and you'll automatically draw in countless experiences that honor you. All enthusiasts, remember to either call 718-508-9285 or check out our show page here on Blog Talk Radio for the Invisible World. Good night, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Take care. Bye-bye.